See you and raise you five. Grandma was a legendary raconteur and was always in demand to tell stories. The fertile concoctions of her brain remained a source of pride and joy to all of us who knew her and claimed her as our own. Within the bosom of the family, the most delightful tales were the old family stories of grandpa and herself and their exciting adventures around the world in a time when travel was rare. and dangerous of her own parents and siblings and most especially of her kids and their shenanigans these last were always the greatest fun the victims would know they were to be royally embarrassed about some childhood indiscretion and would squirm their way through the whole proceedings adding to our delight the room would be suffused with laughter yes but also with love and warmth and everyone would feel the strong embrace of family it was very special indeed we settled ourselves all over the room on couches and chairs and sprawled on the carpets with cushions and pillows no one ever missed story time not even grandpa who had lived through many of these events in real time he settled in his rocking chair with his usual grumpy face and prepared himself to be entertained Today's story is about Radha started grandma Everyone tittered with excitement and Radha's kids actually rubbed their hands in glee their ship was coming home this evening Radha of course was woe begone she hid her head in her hands and groaned audibly Satish put his arm around her shoulders and comforted her. But grandma's stories were never malicious. So Rat raised her chin and decided to tough it out, giving her mom a threatening look, but throwing her a wink too. "Okay, do your worst, mom," she declared, bringing forth more chuckles. The sunflower faces all turned back to grandma expectantly as she launched into the story. Radha was the first child in the family to go to the prestigious IIT. Engineering was still a boys study subject in those days, grandma said as the little ones booed her. I know, I know that sexist, but it was true then. Girls usually studied literature or home sciences. Now, no more scolding, that was many years ago. Anyway there were ructions she'd got admitted in chennai or madras as we called it then and would be going away to hostel grandpa and i had to arrange so many things for her and to defend her choice and our actions before the court of our family and friends we weren't entirely convinced ourselves but the more we defended her the more convinced we became The time came to settle her in her dorm and say our farewells and we left her in the beautiful leafy campus and came away feeling a little nervous 
Once a week she would phone and tell us how it was. Tough, hard work, constant challenges, but also friends from all over the country, both boys and girls. Rubbishy food, long hours of work, short hours of sleep. And I know she sent you long letters, Satish, losing precious sleep time writing them. Grandma pointed accusingly at Satish. And Rad and Satish grinned sheepishly. And the kids whooped. Our Radha was progressing well with her study. But she would always be exhausted when she came back in the term breaks and thin as a rail. And I'd feed her all her favourite foods and let her sleep around the clock until she wore out the worst of it. And in a few days, she'd be back in the saddle, poring over her books or sneaking off to meet Satish thinking we didn't know anything. Ha! I have eyes in the back of my head and she couldn't put her foot down without my knowledge. Grandpa glared fiercely at Satish, but Satish sketched him a salute and Grandpa couldn't keep up the mock glare after that, even though his girls were his darlings and the sons-in-law were the bet noir. The little ones made loud kissing sounds. Hush up, you lot, Radha hissed at them. Really, mum, get on with your story and stop with the histrionics. Grandpa and I could see the way things were going with Radha and Satish. And sure enough, one day Satish came very properly to Grandpa and asked if they could get married. Everything was happily settled. Though there was no time for a formal engagement with a ring and a party, as Radha had to return to Madras. We were delighted that she had found herself a nice, decent lad. Whoops again, and Satish grinning as if it was high praise, and Rad giving him a little cuddle right there in front of all the kids, and the kissing sounds starting up again. Grandpa and I decided to visit Our Lady of Velankani to give our thanks. And naturally, we could visit Radha at IIT on the way. We stayed at a small hotel near the campus. We met her professors and friends and all had such kind things to say about her that she was progressing brilliantly. Rad pointed to her kids and cupped her ear at them. Listen and follow in my footsteps, she seemed to say. Be brilliant. Both the boys looked deliberately away, pretending they couldn't see or hear. All the charades on the sidelines of Grandma's tales were so much a part of the fun. We had an early train the next day. So after dinner and sending Radha off safely back to the campus, we were ready to turn in when there was an unexpected knock on the door. Rad let out a terrific yelp. Oh, Mum, did you have to pull out this old chestnut after all these years? Okay, go on, she muttered resignedly. I live it down. Everyone turned expectantly to Grandma, who gave Rad a quizzical look. The room was hushed. The real story was coming now. Grandpa opened the door. Grandpa rocked harder and nodded to confirm this. It was a man, 40-ish, Fat belly reaching out ahead and almost through his shirt. 
shiny round scalp peering through a scanty comb over and a briefcase in his hand. He informed Grandpa that he was a professor at IIT, though he did not teach Radha and that he would like to talk to us on a personal matter. We were both alarmed. What could possibly be the problem? We escorted him downstairs to the hotel lounge on the edge of nervousness and fortunately found a quiet corner to talk in. Coffees were offered and orders placed. Finally, Grandpa encouraged him to tell us his personal matter. Did it concern our Radha? Indeed it did, he said. He'd been observing her. She was diligent in her work. Her professors had only praise for her. She was a clever and independent thinker, which was an admirable thing. In a girl, indignant cries burst from the penny seats at this new instance of deplorably sexist thinking. She was friendly too, he added, and her friends were all decent people from good families and doing well academically. He'd observed her to be polite and decently dressed and well-behaved. Initially, we were delighted with his compliments. Then, all these remarks of good behaviour started having the opposite effect on us. Who was this man to talk about her behaviour or her dress, decent or otherwise? The colossal nerve to talk to us about our daughter in this manner? So Grandpa asked him where this conversation was going. And he hesitated slightly, then stood up, adjusted his collar, before saying in a most theatrical way that he would like to offer himself as a suitor for her hand. Grandma stopped strategically and all of us just sat there stunned for a second. And then a huge hullabaloo started up, screaming and yelling from the girls and thumping and stomping from the boys. Lena accused her sister with big bulging eyes. You never told us, Rad, you mean old thing. Rad twisted her mouth like a small child and Satish kept his arm protectively around her. Grandpa looked proud, as if he had just won a prize. Grandpa was equal to him. Grandma called us back to attention and thanked him for his kind offer, but Radha was already engaged. That threw the chap back a few paces. Engaged, he repeated, but I'm sure she's not wearing a ring. Grandpa told him grandly that was as the case might be, but as our father, he knew it to be a fact. We both stood up and leaving the coffees quite undrunk, we indicated that the interview was over. We thanked him for his courtesy and wished him well in his search for a bride. We never gave him a chance to talk after that. Decently dressed indeed. As always, Grandma's story was a bombshell and we were all cheering and teasing Rad and Satish. Their sons formally thanked Satish for being a slender, tall and handsome father with plenty of hair and all of us were chattering and shouting over each other. And that's when Rad chimed in, in a history-making codicil to Grandma's story. No one had ever pipped Grandma to the post before or since. She said, 
you don't know the end of that story, mum, because I never told you. Pari rippled briefly over grandma's features, but flitted away as she saw Rat smiling. After you sent my ancient suitor off with a flea in his ear, he summoned me to his study the next day. I hardly knew who he was and wondered why I had been called. But of course, I didn't know what had transpired the previous night. So, I went along innocently and presented myself as commanded. He didn't even ask me to sit down, but straight away started berating me about being engaged and not wearing a ring and giving decent people the wrong impression and that he was very upset that I had not waited for him and I should not behave in such an irresponsible manner leading young men up the wrong path. I had no idea what he was talking about and was stunned that he should know I was engaged when I had not mentioned it at IIT at all. That's when he told me he had met you the night before and all that had happened. We were holding our sides and guffawing, rolling around on the floor, screaming with laughter. Grandma had her hand on her mouth, but her eyes were twinkling like stars on a cloudless night. The prophet ticked her off soundly for leading him on, Rad said. And finally, she decided she'd had enough of it. Wait for him? She hardly even knew he existed. She told him she was sorry he'd been embarrassed, but he had only himself to blame going directly to her parents in this day and age without having spoken to her first, since she'd have disabused his hopes fairly quickly. In any case, he was way too old for her, or any other student for that matter. That deflated him considerably, Rat said, and she had bitten back the cruel comment that he wasn't exactly Adonis either and would hardly have been the stuff of any young girl's dreams. She'd been tempted to give him a good dressing down for being such a presumptuous turkey cock. But the air had gone poof out of him, so she'd felt pity and choked back her righteous wrath. She did tell him off for subjecting her parents to such a stressful interview, and that too on the night before a pilgrimage. By this time, he was looking completely crestfallen. And so she'd brought the meeting to a close by assuring him that she would keep the matter confidential and by advising him to look outside the student body for his life partner in future. She walked back to her dorm in high dudgeon, but the busyness of the work had pushed the disturbing incident to the back of her mind. And when mom and dad never brought it up, neither did she, unburdening only to Satish and then consigning it to the dustbin of useless memories. Cheers went up. Good old rad. Grandma summoned her eldest daughter and wagged her finger at her and made a futile pretense of being annoyed. You're a naughty girl for keeping secrets from your mother, Radha. I didn't know you knew anything about it at all. Your dad and I decided it was best to conceal it from you. Rad chortled happily and Grandpa rocked his chair and mumbled something about love being in the air. And all of us remember this story so well because it's the only time in living memory that Grandma got trounced at her own tale. <laughs>